To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. travels directly to the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. It's show time! Right as rain. Right, right as rain. <laughs> Ready as ever. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't realize that the pop thingy is not on there. Oh, yeah? That's all right. I feel like putting it on. It's okay. Um, Hello, world. Hi. Welcome to the Confessions of a Disney Goth. Pod. Podcast. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Oh my god. I've gotten, I'm getting so many messages and stuff, and I just don't, I don't want to deal with them. I yeah. don't want to answer them. Just don't. It's like a million and one questions. It's Friday evening at six o'clock. That means it is after business hours, and I say, you don't I should have an automated anymore. text message sure. thing out that of office. About, like, out of office. Yeah. Past this time, please. Office hours are Monday. nine to five, Monday through Friday. <laughs> if it is outside of office hours, please oh do God. not leave a message. Call oh. back on Monday at that promptly at ten. Do not call before ten, even though office hours start at nine, because any time before that is still rude. That's true. I had a store You're call just me. settling in. I know exactly. I had a store this morning call me at eight thirty while I was literally still in bed, and I just looked over and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So then I got. I got on and, like, logged on when I actually got up, and they had also emailed me asking me to call them. And so then I called them, and I said to them, I was like, just FYI, when you called me, I was still laying in bed. <laughs> my commute is downstairs now, so... Oh, my god! I sleep in a lot. <laughs> I was like, well, my, I start my day at 9, so just so you know. Oh, were they like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. They, they thought it was funny, because, like, the way I said it was, like, a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. God, the perks of working from home, I guess. Yeah, I was like, FYI, uh, you, you caught me while I was still cuddling with my cat. So. I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't answer. I've been so, like, lazy with everything, like, just getting out of bed, like, even, yeah. like, shaving my legs, and I was thinking the other day, you know, when men go to the barber, and they get that, like, nice hot towel, mm-hmm. and, like, Straight shaved. razor. Yeah, yeah, and they get, like, their face really nice and pampered. Mm-hmm. Like, they do, some places do, like, like a, basically a facial I for know. these guys. Why isn't there that for women at salons with shaving your legs? They should have that. That would be Why awesome. don't salons shave your legs? I don't know. I would pay good money like for a nice, a pampered. Place, I don't, like, but no, but the thing yeah. is, men could get their face waxed if they really wanted to. It's true. But they prefer to get it shaved. What if I don't want the pain of waxing? Yeah. I'd rather just someone shave my legs. No, I agree. I think and like, that it, makes sense. It could be like just a below the knee kind of shave because mm-hmm. like sometimes the upper thigh could get a little intimate and some yeah, might not, not be comfortable. Yeah, a lot of hair grows up there yeah. anyway. So, so it would be like salon would be like below the knee kind of shave, but you get like a hot towel, maybe a hot stone, some lotion afterward. Like open up those pores that would and be then so sh- scrub a nice scrub and then shave your legs. Could you imagine like that along I'm with a pedicure? A yeah, 
I'm gonna open a leg. Cause you know, like when you get your salon. when you get a pedicure, a lot of times they'll do like a scrub on like the bottom yeah. of your leg oh, yeah. and your foot. Yeah. Like if you just did the whole like knee down. Yeah. And then I won't have nice to worry shave. about shaving my legs before I get my pedicure because yeah. they're just gonna shave it for me. And then they could like shave your toes too, like yes. get all little hairs exactly. off your big toe. And, and they stuff. can get it real nice. They can use yeah. the straight razor and stuff like that, and they could get like very precise and maybe my my shave will last longer yeah could you imagine then you walk out and your whole leg is nice and smooth as a baby's ass and your toes are nice and clean and yeah exactly dude that's such a good idea right i love that i'm 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 gonna propose it to my nail salon when i do it will you shave people's legs i'm sure they're losing business right now they Mm. start adding to their repertoire hey you never know yeah exactly i would pay good money for it because i don't fucking yeah i don't i mean i don't like now i don't fucking shave my legs as often but even before I wasn't doing it but like that with mm-hmm. something pampering I'd wait to get my legs shaved by someone yeah. else fuck it and I I've gotten like body scrubs before so like what's the exactly. difference of just adding a shave onto that exactly yeah the only I, time I've ever been shaved by someone is whilst t- getting tattooed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but that's not really like a spa. <laughs> not that's a like, relaxing experience. No. It's no, like here's gosh. some brown soap and a and a one dollar plastic razor oh, and yeah. a paper towel. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I was thinking about that and I was like, man, why isn't that a thing? It's such a good idea. I know that there's waxing and whatnot, but that's some not people the same don't thing, like though. the pain. Yeah. And there's a the whole same. other process that can go into a nice shave. Before the shave. Like a yeah. lot of women exfoliate before the shave and then exactly. moisturize and that's like, what, how I do it to myself. Exactly. It would be so much nicer if someone else did it. Exactly. So I'm gonna propose this idea. No one steal it. And I don't like to shave very often either. Me so either. I totally would just I'm like lazy. go get a shave every couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> go get a shave. <laughs> That's how often I do it anyway. I might as well Me go too. get a pedicure, get a shave. Exactly. I love how you say go get a shave. <laughs> oh. I'm off to get a shave. I'm going to get I'm going to my shave appointment. <laughs> I'm we going to, to the shavist. We have to normalize it. We have too. to normalize it because Why is it normal to shave a man's face but it's not, not normal, normal to, to shave, shave a woman's leg. leg? But if we don't shave our legs, we're criticized. Exactly. For it. Yeah, no. Exactly. 100% right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're going to bring this out into the world, maybe do a little test drive. We should. Start no one drive. can steal this idea. We are copywriting it. We should do like a little stand on the side of the road. <laughs> shave stand. People would be like, or like a traveling shave truck, like a traveling groomer, you know? Like, oh my god, like a, or like a shoe cleaner person, like the person when they sit down at like yeah. Penn Station and like clean your a shoes. shoe shine. Yeah. I'm a leg shave. I'm a leg shave. <laughs> oh, that's good. Wow. Right? There's so many potential opportunities for this business endeavor. I really think we should, it, it, I'm not even kidding you, seriously contemplate this. I think we should too. I'm I think it's something that's proposal. not it's not big in the world. We got to get ahead no, of the curve. There's a void in the market. I, I we're gonna swear to God, I've always been looking for something that's like, why isn't this a thing? Yeah, you know they they say that the best, uh, what is it? The best invention is comes out of necessity. Exactly. And I don't like shaving my legs. No woman and likes shaving their legs. Every woman complains about exactly. it. Exactly. So if I could have someone else do it while pampering my leg in turn and getting my toes all pretty, yeah. why the fuck not? And you know what? Then if you want, maybe you can like 
The places offer other shave options, like your armpits, and, like, you can get a whole body massage or something. Yeah, and, like, Jessica shaves her arms. A lot of people shave yeah, their like arms. They can do that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, actually, a my body boss shape. does, too. They could do a whole body, like, we could do the Korean spa type of I was going to say, you could have, like, a little spa section, and you could do, like, a body, a body, mas- or a body scrub and shave. Yeah, and then lotion it up. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. And then your whole body's nice and squeaky smooth. Oh my god. Why isn't this a thing? This is such a good niche. Although, I don't know if I'd want someone shaving, like, my inner, like, areas. Because, like, yeah. that's, like... But a, people like, do get waxed and true. lasered that's in true. their bikini area. So, so it, some people might want. Yeah, that's true. It's up to them. Yeah, exactly. We'll offer the service. We'll offer the service. But it's up to them. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. Let's and do I it. wouldn't mind, like, a full body that just didn't do that part like yeah just a, a full body scrub and yeah. then just shave my legs and armpits like yeah. i don't shave my arms yeah. but like i wouldn't mind an arm and they scrub. could do the thigh they could do the thigh yeah, if totally. you want the thigh done but yeah that, that would when be... you're doing the spa services yeah. that's when you can get the more intimate parts exactly but like when, if you're just coming in for a pedicure and shave that's yeah, when like it's when just I went knee to down the green spa and they did the foot massage mm-hmm. and they kind of like went along my leg yeah that part they just focused on my leg exactly. from my knee to my feet so the best body scrub i ever got was at the lush spa oh i remember you telling me about, about that they i still like want to put go there you fully under a blanket and yeah. then they lift it just like one at a time each like appendage that yeah. they're scrubbing so like they'll like lift it off your shoulder and scrub and then put it back so like you're always cozy under the that blanket sounds amazing. we could do like something I wonder like if that they're open I now know. i would love to go it's there. in new york city so i pamper myself the lush spa is the best place in the entire world by the way um we passed a Korean barbecue yesterday. Where? Or a hot pot in Edison, where Boberu is. They were doing hot pot outside. outside. They had hot pot tables outside. Oh my god, that's awesome. And also, the Korean spa is now offering outdoor dining to everyone. You don't have to be at the spa. We should definitely go. We should go eat there. Let's do it. I think it starts tomorrow. or awesome. Today or tomorrow. Let's one go. of the two. So that just reminded me of all this talk. Let's go. I know. Oh, okay. Well, enough of the spas and the shaves. You know what, though? Like, listeners, I just want you all to know that Amanda and I were both in a very bad mood before this. Yeah. Since we started recording, I already feel better. You feel uplifted. Yeah. You know, when you get creative and, like, (laughs) excited about something, it kind of, like, changes your view on things. It totally does. Even though I continue to get tens of text messages. Oh, wow. I completed all my rings for today on my Apple Watch. Surprising. Stressed but fit. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, that's right? all that matters. <laughs> you, you may not be mentally healthy, but maybe your physical health looks better. Exactly. Um, alright, well let's get into today, today's topic. Today to die to do today. Um and it's all about Hershey Park. We haven't done a theme park outside of the Disney Universal realm ever. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of excited to talk about this. Um, and you have never been to Hershey Park, right? No. I am so shocked that you've never been to Hershey Park. I know. I, I can't. Like, in all the years you've lived in New Jersey and you've never been to Hershey Park. No, Even we though it's always... not in New Jersey. It's, like, the closest, best theme park. Dorney Park, though, is where we always used okay. to go. So yeah. My dad's company... They used to do a company picnic at Dorney Park. Oh, okay, cool. So when I was a kid, we used to go there, like, every year. Yeah. And that, that was where we went. And then, like, Six Flags, when I got a little older, because that's, yeah. like, really the closest. Yeah, yeah. I don't count um, that. And then to go further out for theme parks, we never really did. Like, we would go, like, I went to 
um, Maryland when I was a kid and we went to Busch Gardens. Okay. And then, like, we went to Disney. Yeah. But, like, to go all the way to Hershey just to go to a park was just not something my parents would have done. Yeah. You know? See, we did one every year. Generally, my parents would take us, like, right before school started as, like, a last hurrah kind of overnight or weekend trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it started. And then as we got older, like, I started to go with, like, Rachel and her family and we mm-hmm. would drive there and drive back. We wouldn't stay over. Right. And then when Greg and I started dating, we would do it, like, a nice little weekend, kind of like what my parents, well, not a weekend, we would do an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I've always, always had this special place in my heart for Hershey Park. Like, I will say that Hershey Park is my favorite theme park outside of the Disney Universal realm, like, in multiple locations, obviously. But, like, theme park aside from that, those two companies, mm-hmm. I would say, and I've, I mean... I know it's probably like, what? Why? There's plenty of other theme parks out there that are better. There's just a special place in my heart. I've never been there, so I can't say that anything's better. But I can say that I do love Dorney Park. I I definitely grew up going to Dorney Park, too. And that's closer than It is closer, but there isn't... there's this, and I talk about it too, like, there's this, just this, like, coziness yeah. to Hershey Park. Chocolate. Um, but not even just the the way it is with all of the, it's full of trees, and it's, well, eh, R.I.P. trees, I'll get to that. But they get rid of the trees? <laughs> some of them. Um, it, it's, it's basically very Dutch. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Dutch, kind of, because that it's set in, it was, well, it started back in the 1900, early 1900s, and Milton Hershey was, like, you know, a Pennsylvania Dutch, mm-hmm. so it has that feel to, like, a little Dutch cottage, yeah. and so when you're walking through, like, the first area, it's very cozy feeling, mm-hmm. and it's really nice, but the park itself is just beautiful to me just because of the way it, it's it's so organic and trees, and it's not like you're in, like, an industrial kind of place. It mm-hmm. makes it feel fun but it's not like the some of the lands you'll say are themed but they're really not like this most themed type of land is frontier land and it's kind of just like a little bit more woodsy right but it's really not like all different themed like disney would have you know like oh this is frontier land this is adventure it's not really like that right but it, it just there's something about it and it's got like little streams and like natural water and like it's so pretty i don't know there's just something about it that i love and it's right in the middle of like neighborhoods so it's kind of like wow my house could be right across the street from hershey park it's very strange <laughs> that might be annoying that's what i said to greg because there's also um like a zoo called uh, zoo america that's connected to it and when we were doing the monorail train around the park the lot when we were there I was like, wow, that person's backyard is looking at the wolf cage. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine having wolves in your backyard? Yeah. And, like, these animals? Like, they have some exotic animals there. And then the roller coaster across trees rolling by, you know, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'd hate this or I'd love this. But then I know I'd have FOMO every day of not being at the theme park. Right. I'd probably just have to work there or something. Yeah, true. All right, so I'm going to be today giving you the Spark Notes version of the history of Hershey Park because there is a lot of information. And there's a lot of things like with Milton uh, Hershey, the founder, and his endeavors outside of Hershey Park with, you know, lodging and this and that and the the stadiums. And I'm not getting into that because I want to focus specifically on the theme park. Imagine naming your baby Milton. Milton as Hershey. Like you look at a tiny little baby and you're like, I think this guy looks like a Milton. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. I don't think I would ever. <laughs> but then again, I look at it and I'm like, like, Greg's dad's name is Ronald. And I mean, like, that yeah, was. you look at a baby and name call him Ronald? Ronald. Yeah, but, like, anyone could be like, okay, let's see. There's Barbara, baby Barbara. Yeah. You look at a baby and you're like, a baby does. But, like, Ronald is a dad. And I look at him and I'm like, yeah, dad, Ronald. Exactly. But baby Ronald? There's no baby. No. Baby Barbara. Barbara's my grandma. Barbara's my mom. Maybe But Barbie. no baby Barbara. Barbie. I don't know. Bar- I, I've never actually met a Barbie. I've never met a Barbie. Like, that's, like, Barbara but goes by Barbie. I've met a Babs. Babs, yeah. I've met a Babs. Babs. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, I'm going to go into a little bit of the history of Hershey himself. Mr. Milton S. Hershey, just so you get an idea of, like, what he was doing and why this was started. And then I'm going to talk a tiny bit about Hershey, the town itself, not really much in depth, but then go into the park's history. And a lot of the park's history just consists of them talking about, this ride was added on this day, and this time, and this was replaced by this ride. So it's, I'm going to kind of skim over that. Yeah, we don't need all that. I don't need all that. So, um. Excuse my yawns. It's okay. I'm very sleepy today. It, me too. I, it's something in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, I'm going to give you just a quick briefing on each, like the background of Hershey. I'm, I'm not trying to give you like in-depth information right. Go read the Wikipedia. I was just going to say, that. if you really want all that in-depth information, please go to the Wikipedia page mm-hmm. or, or Disney, um, the, well, not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> the website that I used was Wikipedia as well as, um, hold on, uh, oh, HersheyPA.com. Mm-hmm. So HersheyPA.com and the Wikipedia page for Hershey, Milton Hershey, Hershey Park, and um, Hershey Resort and Entertainment, because that's a separate thing than Hershey the Chocolate Company. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that information can be found there, and I am definitely going to botch some information because it kind of gets a little bit confusing. Um, so if I do botch it, I'm sorry, you can correct me, um, but also... Go read. No. <laughs> Go read the right information at that point. I'm just giving you the Spark Notes version. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's start this. Um, so, born September 13th, eight, 1857. This guy's oldie. Uh, um, okay, so maybe in 1857, babies were named Milton. Definitely. <laughs> um, he was born on a farm near Derry Church, a small Pennsylvania community. Milton Hershey was the only surviving child of his parents, Fanny and Henry Hershey. Fanny. Fanny and Henry Hershey. Yeah. Actually, that's so weird because I know a kid named, I graduated with a kid named Henry Hershey. Really? That's weird. That yes. weird. Yes, very strange. Any relation? I don't know. Because then there's Hershey's Deli in Westfield. Yeah, that's I don't know true. if he's related to anyone at Hershey's Deli. Hmm. That's weird. Um, so anyway, his mother raised him in the strict discipline of Mennonite faith, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, I was going to ask if he was Amish. Mm-hmm. But Mennonite. Mennonite. So Mennonite's a little bit less, yeah, a little less yeah. Amish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so because of frequent family moves, um, his schooling was interrupted many a times and it left him with a limited uh, education. He had only completed fourth grade. That was the highest grade he's ever completed. So, following a four-year apprenticeship with the Lancaster candy making with a Lancaster candy maker, he established his first candy making business in Philadelphia, um, and that initial effort failed. As did his next two attempts, one in Chicago and one in New York. 
Um, was that a horn? Sounded like it. <laughs> um, so then after those, those technically three failed attempts at starting his business, he returned to Lancaster um, in 1883, and he established the Lancaster Caramel Company, which actually became very successful. And because of that success, he was able to kind of start dabbling in other candy-making things. The candy um, man. Exactly. So once that business was established, you know, it, it pretty much established him as a candy maker and set the stage for future accomplishments. So um, he traveled to Chicago for the World's Columbian Exposition where he got an interest in chocolate. So I guess mm. that was like Columbian. Columbian. Yes, exactly. So there he found an interest in chocolate. And after, he was like, wow, this is so much better than caramel. Fuck I that know, shit. right? Let's exactly. Exactly. Because, <laughs> um, well, actually, you're, it's funny that you say that. Because um, <laughs> he decided to take the risk in 1900. In 1900. Jeez. And he sold his Lancaster Candy Company for $1 million. That's a lot in, in 1900. Yeah. Dang. For $1 million. And that was like a surefire thing to start yeah. this this chocolate company. Um, so to start the famous Hershey Chocolate Company, in 1903, he returned to Dairy Church, his hometown, to build a factory because the factory there could obtain large supplies of fresh milk needed for him to perfect mm. and produce the fine milk chocolate, which at the time was a Swiss uh, luxury product. So wow. it wasn't really available here. So right. he was kind of going to be the first guy to really mass produce it over here. Love this guy. I know, right? Thank God for him. I know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> because he was able to obtain the large supplies of milk that he needed, um, the company was formed with much success. And with Milton Hershey's success came a profound sense of moral responsibility and benevolence. His ambitions were not limited to producing or producing chocolate. Sorry, um, he wanted a place for his workers. So he envisioned people in a community uh, around his factory, not just going to the factory and working. So he wanted to build a model town for his employees that included comfortable homes, an inexpensive public transportation system, a quality public school system, and extensive recreational and cultural opportunities. Does that sound like anyone else we know? <gasps> hmm. Possibly. Might sound Yeah, something. but this came first. This yeah. came before him. So maybe Walt got maybe some he, yeah, ideas from this guy. Maybe he got his inspiration from him. It's very possible. Um, so unlike other industrialists of his time, Her, um, Milton Hershey avoided building a faceless company town with row houses. He wanted a real hometown feel with trees lining the streets, which is why I think the park feels like that. Yeah. It feels like a home. It's not just like a theme park. It feels homely. Right. Um, he wanted single and two-family brick houses and manicured lawns, and he was concerned about providing adequate recreation um, for the workers and their families, so he built a park that opened on May 30th, which is my mom's birthday, Aww. 1906. Not my not mom's my, year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that park had a dance hall pavilion, a band shell for shows, which I'm guessing like is a that like... Stand, yeah. yeah, okay. I was mm -hmm. thinking like that, like half shell. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Okay. Um, uh, tennis courts, uh, a baseball field, and a grandstand available for sporting events. Cool. So this was the... This was the first incarnation of Hershey Park. That's awesome. This is how it started at this little, basically a little park, recreation yeah. area. 
Um, so it expanded rapidly over the next several years. This is kind of just like an overview with amusement rides, a swimming pool, and a ballroom being added. Soon, trolley cars and trains were bringing thousands of out-of-town visitors to the park. Um, now, real quick, I just want to explain that Hershey, like I was saying before, kind of gets a little confusing. Hershey Park is separate from the Hershey Chocolate Company. Mm -hmm. um, and this is probably where I'm going to, like, mess up information, like I said. Um, so I'm going to give you the facts down the line, but I just want to start that off saying Hershey Park, the like the theme park, yeah. is separate from the chocolate. Even the chocolate world that they have outside the gates, right. does it's not separate from the theme park. Mm -hmm. At this time when Hershey was building it, it was all one. Totally. But now they split. Exactly. It's like Barnes Noble and Barnes Noble College. Exactly. We are not the same company. We just have the same name. Exactly. And we used to be the same company. So I'm going <laughs> to explain why they are two separate things mm -hmm. now. Um, in 1920, Hershey experienced financial difficulty following the collapse in sugar futures, which I'm guessing was because of the Great Depression. Wasn't the Great Depression in 1920? Yeah, well, it was a little bit. It was later, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it was, like, leading it was like up to 30s, it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Hershey was forced to sign a promissory... I'm, I know I... Promissory note. Thank you. A mm -hmm. promissory note from National City Bank to keep the chocolate company in business. Mm -hmm. Under the terms of the note, the bank sent a man named R.J. DeCamp to be on the board of managers to assume the management of the Hershey Company. Mm -hmm. So DeCamp remained on the board until 1922 when the company's debt was settled. So he was able to pay it off in two years, basically, which was great. Um, but during that time period, from 1920 to 1922, uh, DeCamp prevented substantial improvements to the park and the town, uh, as it was considered too costly of an investment. So that was Hershey's big thing that you'll see. Like, he just wanted to keep developing and adding more to this That's park. Like Walt Disney. And, yeah, and, and adding more to this town. Like, he, But because of these debts, right. and he wasn't in control of the company anymore because of this thing that he had signed... Right. This guy was like, nope, sorry, too costly, can't do it. So I guess that's why the debt was paid off so quickly because he wanted to resume control of, right. you know, his company, what he started in yeah, this town. Yeah, Exactly, because it wasn't fair to his, his workers and stuff like that. He really cared about them. Um, so once Hershey regained control of the company, this made him realize that he should split his operations so that if the chocolate company ever failed again as it had, it wouldn't directly impact the town uh, during the, the they called the decamp period mm -hmm. had. So in 1927, which I'm like, why did it take you from 1922 to 1927? But what of? In 1927, the Hershey Chocolate Company was recognized and divided into several independent entities under the ownership of the Hershey Trust Company. So basically, in layman's terms, all of Milton Hershey's non-chocolate producing businesses were established as Hershey Estates, later renamed Hershey Entertainment and Resorts, um, later in the years. And the company who... Oh, I'm sorry. I have such an issue on my notes. <laughs> and the company um, who oversees the theme park is the Hershey Entertainment and Resorts. They also oversee the theme park... I mean, the hotels. Um, but it doesn't... Like I was saying before, it doesn't seem like they have control over that Hershey factory. Out, not the factory. 
they call it like chocolate world. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like they have control over Chocolate World. And right. Later, it just works in conjunction with them. Exactly. Yeah. Later, I realized, I think it really, the way it is, is Chocolate World, even though it's on the theme park property. It's, it's like not, the City Walk it, or like Yeah, it's not inside the of. theme park. So that falls under the Chocolate Company because, mm-hmm. yes, they do have, like, the little factory ride inside. Right. But it's not part of that. No. Theme all park. they sell is chocolate there. Mm-hmm. So, and it's one thing I noticed, too, when you're at Hershey Park, it's, I mean, they have, like, some, like, sugary confections and stuff like that, but it's not, like, Hershey bars, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups being right. sold, like, in Since your it's face. it's not the same company, they're not, like... Exactly, they're waiting for you to go outside right. to go to the chocolate mm-hmm. world and buy all of that. But right. they will have items that you could buy that have it kind of incorporated. Right. But they have basic things like candy corn and, and um, or, sorry, caramel corn and kettle corn mm-hmm. and lemonade and stuff like chicken fingers they right, have chick-fil-a like they, they literally have a chick-fil-a there and a chickies and peas mm-hmm. which i love chickies and peas <laughs> um so uh where was i do 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 uh, i'm sorry i like lost my phone closed and i just lost my place uh, okay, so yeah, so um, there's a full list of um, the resorts and entertainment company and like what they own, so if you want to see the full list, you can just Google it, it'll pop right up, but it's basically all like the hotels, the stadium outside in that parking lot where they have like, I think football games, like the Bears or something, I don't know. The One of those, bears. Yeah. Someone plays <laughs> no. there. Someone plays there. <laughs> the Phillies? No, like, it's like the Hershey Bears, I think. The Hershey Bears? That sounds like a gummy bear, but, like, made of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I don't know anything about sports, so I'm just, That's like, okay. staying right Well, and they also right use the stadium and stuff for, like, concerts and shit, so. Okay. They have all that stuff. That I can align with. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now that I've got that botched little backstory out of the way, let's get into what we're actually here for, which is the summarized history of okay. Hershey Park, which is not two words. It is one word. Hershey Park. Hershey Park. Hershey Park. Hershey Park. Arc. Hershey Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me, let me just, like, prop this up because this is going to be a little bit of a doozy. All right, so here we go. The original park was a simple natural park featuring... Um, trees? Yes, Grass. featuring lots of trees. No, featuring gorgeous <laughs> landscape gardens and That's many walking paths for citizens. <laughs> um, so it was in the town of Spring Creek, okay. which is basically... Dairy Church and Spring Creek are, like, running into each other. I don't know. I didn't care about the geography. And they talk about a lot of the roads and stuff, and I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't. It's the middle of Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. Exactly. None of that matters. But, like, they, they refer to the roads and the expansion of the park, and I'm just like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, so, he, so, basically. Someone cares. Yeah. So, after acquiring this, um, this, stretch of land this park land um milton hershey added a structure for entertainment like i said for dancing and then later like people would roller skate and stuff which is cool mm-hmm. um he helped institute a community band to perform there in that band uh shell thing that i was telling you about uh-huh. um the family oriented park included children's playgrounds picnic pavilions baseball and athletic fields um and then spring uh spring creek sorry spring creek soon became spring a Lake. Sp- Spring That's Creek. I know. <laughs> That's what I was like, Spring Lake, Spring Creek. Uh, spring Mountain Creek. Creek. <laughs> uh, it soon became a scenic boating lake as well. 
Um, the park was a beautiful place in nature for all to enjoy and even had very nice light, like nighttime lighting. So I guess those like nice little gas lamps. So it was just a nice place to stroll and spend your extra time, Sounds which nice. is what people did in the 1900s. Cause like, you didn't have anything else exactly. to do. Exactly. There was no TV. There exactly. Was no people place. actually appreciated nature. Yeah. People you know? actually like stopped and smelled the roses. That's, exactly. That's why they used to say things like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, Hershey PA's growth. Um, and increased visitors to the town instilled a need for the park to evolve into more of an amusement park. Um, the trolley, so uh, the reason why it's called Hershey Park, it was because basically Milton and Hershey owned the whole town, and they were like, well, it needs to be renamed. And mm-hmm. some lady came up with the name um, Hershey, Hershey Coco. That was the name of the town. Hershey K-O-K-O, so Hershey Coco. And then was she on crash? I don't know, but it won the contest that Hershey put out. <laughs> he, they put out a contest to name Which the I town. Know there's not much of a difference between cocoa and, and cocaine. I so mean, I think something was going maybe, on. Maybe, maybe, but eventually, obviously, the K O K O was dropped. That's Co- not even how cocaine. you spell cocoa, but whatever. So yeah, it just landed cocaine. as Hershey P A. Okay. Um, so no, it's fine. <laughs> um, so a trolley was instituted in the plate in like the the park, as well as the first ride in 1908. It was a used carousel, and they also had um, a band organ that they brought in, and in amphitheater actually also follows. They rebuilt, like, an amphitheater in 1909. Um, Now, soon the park began expanding each year. The carousel, the bandstand, and a restaurant were enlarged in 1912, and a convention hall followed three years later. The very first roller coaster, which was called Wild Cat, two words. Remember that. Awesome. Uh, opened on June 23rd, 1923, as originally it was called the Joy Ride, but then it was renamed to Wildcat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was retained to Wildcat several years later and operated through the 1945 season. So that's, it was around for almost well, 20 years, yeah. more than 20 years. Um, and then it was torn down and replaced by Comet, a roller coaster that I'll talk a little bit more about. But just so you know, Comet is still there today in operation. Awesome. Yes, it's an old wooden roller coaster. Yikes, I would never go on that. It's fun. I I'm actually enjoy terrified it. terrified of wooden roller coasters. <laughs> there were a lot of wooden roller coasters there. Oof. They're not bad, though. They're really so not. So scary. It's just a mental thing. I understand. Yeah. Like, the wood just cracking underneath yeah, exactly. you. I completely get it. As an or, adult, like, catching on fire. Exactly. As an adult, <laughs> I've gotten more and more, like, aware of my mortality, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, I can just... This thing could just tip The way over. they used to build things back then, yeah. things just caught on fire in all the time. Yeah. They just used flammable materials to build everything. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't read about any fires, to be honest that with you. That is shocking. I know, unless it's just been erased from their history books. But It I, is a damp climate in the Northeast. That is so. true. That is very true. Why. That is true. <laughs> Um, so the amusement park fad in the 1920s added bumper cars, um, and then a water flume called the mill chute. Thank God for the 1920s. I know. Thank God. Seriously. (sighs) I know. Um, so over the years, more and more rides and attractions were added like fun houses and swimming pools. In 1931, the park's first dark ride opened, which was called the pretzel. And I really wish there was like footage of it. What year? 1931. Wow. So, yeah, there's no footage of that, really. I was like, I want to see what this first dark ride called the pretzel. Like, what does that mean? What is it? Pretzel. Yeah. So, um, World War II hit the park, Mm -hmm. and it caused, like, a little bit of a halt in 
the progress of the park because as you can see like he just wanted to add stuff like every it year it seemed like he more flew pretty more. well throughout the great depression the, yeah the great depression did not yeah. affect them at all except for like i mean the 20s i guess was their hardest part but that was even before That's pre yeah. exactly so the great depression had no effect on them thankfully but world war ii did right um so world war ii hit the park and the last new ride was added in 1941 and a new ride wouldn't be added again until 1945 mm-hmm. the zoo that was in the park was also shut down in 1942 and didn't reopen until 1950 and in 1943 the park remained closed for almost the whole season due to the gas sor- shortage because of the war um, and luckily they were able to stay afloat during the time um, but in 1944 Hershey was able to purchase a carousel so that was the first ride that he was able to purchase, but they didn't install until 1945. So that's why they say it was not a new ride was added to the park until right. 1945. And I stop to think about it, and I'm kind of like, okay, four years you didn't add a new ride for us. It's nothing big anymore. It's yeah. just like they were oh, just it takes on years. Like hardcore expansion, exactly. Mode at the time. And it's, the thing is, it's not as in- extensive rides like we have right. nowadays that take years and, and yeah. to build. Totally. So for us, I'm like, oh wow. Four, wow, four years? Yeah. Wow, like you get a bunch so of new much. rides in yeah. four years. Yeah. For us, sometimes it takes even longer. Right. We're waiting for a whole park to open. It's not going to open until... Probably till, never going to happen. Yeah, I know, right? At this point. Um, so the carousel was brought in in 1945, and this carousel, fun fact, is still use, in use in the park today. Wow. Yeah, you could, it's still, like, I did not know this, that the carousel was that old, but... Um, That's really scary. <laughs> but uh, they, they changed... Real quick, they changed, like, the whole front entrance of Hershey Park this past year. You told me, yeah. And um, so the carousel is now up front there. When you used to walk in, it was, like, a little further in in what they called the area. It was Founder's Way. That's cool. Um, I actually really like old carousels. Like, yeah. The, I didn't go on it, but it, it's Either, very, I just like to see them. It was really beautiful in Founder's Way because Founder's Way is very, like, tree-heavy. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, shady and, like, the lights of the carousel. You know how they have that dim, nice light? Yeah. It was very nice, especially at night. I really love indoor carousels. Mm, like at Bear Mountain? So, yeah, like at Bear Mountain. And there's one in Martha's Vineyard, too. I remember oh, that's really? really cool. Yeah. Oh. They're always, like, really old. Yeah, and of just, course. Like, I, would, I don't know. There's just something so cool about I, it. I agree. Just, and, like, that building in Asbury Park where the mm-hmm. indoor carousel used to be, the mm-hmm. Southgate Park. Yep. Such a cool that building. That is really cool. Um, actually was going to get, I wanted to get married at that building in really? Bear Mountain. I, I would love to get married They never there. got back to me. Like, they really? answered me once and then never contacted me again. It's so, like, desired. It's probably hard. There's it's probably, really like, expensive, too. List. No, it's really I'm sure. expensive. Yeah. It was, I was just asking for the pricing list. Yeah. She sent me the pricing list, and then I think I was like, okay, when can we arrange a meeting to meet? And yeah. then they never answered yeah. me. Because like, they were like, well, 300 other people just asked okay, us to do this. Okay, so. bye. I guess yeah, it's a sign. Sucks. Yeah. Um, okay, so, do, 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 where was I? Okay, yes, yeah, so the carousel, which is still in use to, in the park today, um, which, like I said, I think is insane, uh, was added in 1945, and then ni- also in 1945, Milton purchased Comet, a roller coaster that replaced Wildcat, um, and that was his last purchase for the park before he died on October 13th, 1945. Wow. So he didn't even get to see Comet open and, ro- and like, run in the park because that didn't open and run in the park until 1946. Um, so despite the growth of the park in the immediate years following World War II, like there's still a lot of growth in yeah, those absolutely. years afterwards, 
Um, it started to slow down after the addition of Kitty Land in 1949. Um, so from 1950 through 1959, the only the park only added four rides. So Kitty Land was added, and then from 50 to almost 10 years, there was only four rides added. So that's really slow. Yeah. What we're going off previously, right. um, and. A lot of those rides that they added were kiddie kind of rides for kiddie land, mm-hmm. so it wasn't appealing to adults. Right. Um, so, um, sorry, I just lost my thing. My my phone keeps closed. Like, you know when your screen locks on you and you don't move it? It's really It annoying. keeps doing that, and then it, like, scrolls me up. Um, okay. All right, yeah, so from so 1959. So from 1960 to 1970, they kind of stepped up their game because they realized that their growth had been slow in the past 10 years, and they added a lot new um, adult-friendly rides that also were kid-friendly as well, like the monorail in 1969, which I love the monorail. <laughs> Don't care how slow and how scenic, I will never, ever be mad at a monorail no, me added to the, a park. Ever. Anything that I sit in and it just moves me from one place to And it tells you information place. about where you are? Yeah. Uh, of course. Thank you. No, I will gladly take that. mover. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so they added the monorail, monorail in 1969, the Dry Gulch Railroad in 1961, which is another favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. This cute little fucking railroad that, that has, like, drives through scenes of, like, Cowboys and Indians and like like little mine tunnels. Like I love when I go through a dark mine tunnel. Take me through a mine tunnel on a fake train any day. Exactly. Any day. Exactly. <laughs> um, then there was also a lot of kiddie rides added. Um, so like I said, if you really want to see the exact rides that were added from 1960 to 1970, go Google it because there's a long list. And a lot of them were kiddie rides that none of us really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so despite the investment in the park in those years, there was an overall decline in it. Um, there was fewer people to pick up trash, and attractions were subject to vandalism since there was not a gate around the park. Now, mind you, this this all these things are being added, like roller coasters, trains, things like monorails. There's no gate, like entrance gate. It's just a park. You could just walk in. You can just walk in. And it was everything like... Ticket based, uh-huh. like you bought tickets. Yes. So, like, yeah. could you imagine that? Like, I can't even. I, I'm thinking about it. No one. Although, I, like back then, it was probably like people weren't coming from all over. You know, tra- transportation. Well, no, they started. Wasn't. They that that when this this started booming in the in the 40s, people started coming from all over. Yeah, but it, I'm saying like it's not as easy to oh, get like, far. Our, yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. In the people 40s didn't want to go now. that far. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, not everyone could afford to have a car. Exactly. And then, like, taking the train would be, like, long and arduous. Yes. And, you know. So, so, basically, the park got to the point where it faced one of two options. They would either reinvent itself or close, and obviously they chose to reinvent itself. Mm-hmm. So, a five-year development plan was started in 1971 to convert the like, the little park into what we know now mm-hmm. as a large theme park, which is called Hershey Park. One word. Um, Hershey Park. Hershey Park. So Hershey this, Look, there's a sweat. Park. There's a sweat thing for my yeah. arm on there. <laughs> it's really hot It's here. all right. <laughs> um, so this five-phase project was orchestrated by Randall Duell because Hershey was no longer around, so they had so to... So who is this guy? This, this guy is just the... Was he like the CEO? Yeah, like the, I don't want to call it the CEO because they didn't call him that at the time. He was. But just he worked kind of, for the Hershey company. Exactly, whatever. and he because 
there was no brother or sister that Milton Hershey could pass right. it down to, like Walt Disney with his brother, you know? Mm-hmm. So, he was the chairman of Parks and... That's whatever. it, like a chairman, exactly. <laughs> like a Bob Chapek. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the park was gated in 1971, that was their first act, and then a one-price admission plan was started, which coexisted with a pay-as-you-ride general admission policy. Mm-hmm. So the initial price for the one-price admission plan was three fifty for adults, ages 12 and up, 175 for kids 5 and 11, and then children um, under 4 and under were free. So um, the general admission plan charged adults $1 to get through the gates, and then $0.50 cents for those juniors, which were 5 to 11, and then again, children 4 and under were free. Mm-hmm. Um, this plan allowed people to enjoy live entertainment and any non-ride facility. If they wanted to ride rides, they had to purchase the tickets just like any season prior. Um, this was the only season the park had the general admission plan, and in 1972, the first purchase, the first phase of redevelopment was completed. So this included the addition um, and relocation of a number of rides. Three new areas were constructed, which was called Carousel Circle. Uh, I'm going to botch the way this Dirdich Plots. So I'm I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it translates to the Pennsylvania Dutch Place. Mm-hmm. And Animal Gardens. Um, Der Deitch Plots featured a Pennsylvania Dutch theme, which is that kind of entrance area where I love. Um, And then the Animal Gardens was a petting zoo that replaced the old Hershey Park Zoo. And neither of those areas included any rides. So, I mean, I'm assuming they added this, but the, the Dutch place is mainly like little tiny shops so you could buy ornaments in or you could get kettle corn or you could buy fun hats and Hershey right. Park merch um and there's a like a couple food stands and restaurants there's no restaurants like sit down restaurants it's all quick service mm-hmm. but it's like seating kind of that you could sit at so that's over there um I doesn't really explain to you where the um animal gardens was but I'm assuming it's the area by Zoo America, um, which for the life of me, I think that's, I, I want to say that's um, Comet Way, like that area now, um, but it doesn't really explain it, so I was kind of like, where is this? But either way, it really doesn't matter. Um, so, like I said, no ride, none of the, there was no rides in those areas. Then Carousel Circle um, was between the Hershey Park Arena and Comet, so Comet You've never been, so I can't really explain. It's, like, so hard because there's, like, hills. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, go down the hill, and at the end of the hill, there's Comet. Right. Um, so that's where the the Carousel Way or whatever was. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Carousel Progress. Carousel Circle, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the biggest ride in Hershey Park at the time was built – during this um, re this this second phase, um, and the roll it was like a roller coaster called the Toboggan. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen one of those kind of roller coasters? I don't know. It's just like a like a swirl down, and you it's like it, it looks like a log flume kind of ride, but it's just a, sw- a swirl down. It's terrifying. It actually kind of looks kind of fun. Yeah. Did you go up, like laid back, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of woo, woo like a gumball when you right. go around the gumball machine. Yeah. Just like that. That's what the toboggan is like. Um, so, 
unfortunately, um, like I said, I'm not going to get into the logistics of where the rides were placed and what stands there today. Like I said, you can really go look that up and they have a map and I just don't feel like explaining it. It's just too much information for me. Um, so more additions like the park adding more parking areas, uh, and it doubled in size actually, uh, they started to add a sunset savings plan where you can save $1 off the price if you entered the park after 6 p.m., which is actually kind of still in place today. So basically what's in place today is you can enter the park for free after 6 p.m. if you have tickets to the park for the next day. Oh, wow. So it's like a little sneak peek. Like if you get there late at night to go the next day. Exactly. You can like go in for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so the park I think usually closes at 8, so you get two hours, mm -hmm. um, which I think is pretty awesome because depending yeah. on when you go, like when we would go, we would go in September and it starts to die down around that time. So you can actually get a lot done in those two hours um, and – you know, either repeat it the next day or not have to do it the next day yeah. when you go. So or even if you just literally went to like scout the place out and make a plan for exactly, the next day and just grab some and like food get some or ice whatever. cream or exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that sounds like fun. It's perfect, and they mm -hmm. have like arcade games and stuff that yeah. you can play. Um, so, uh, or go it? on like the one ride that always has the longest line or something. Like, exactly. Do that one first that night, mm -hmm. and then. It's perfect. Yeah. Obviously, like, the water park area is not open, but right. it's whatever. Yeah. Um, so, during the 1972 season, the park experienced a flood resulting from the rains of Hurricane Agnes. It was the worst flood the park experienced. Um, a number of rides were severely damaged, including the log flume, the first log flume ride, Mill Chute, and another ride called the, the Magic Carpet Slide, which never reopened. I'm assuming the magic carpet, because I couldn't find a picture, but I'm assuming the magic carpet slide was... It sounds like, like one of those, like, carnival things. That well, you slide do, like, like a, sit a on potato like a, sack yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I was picturing. That's exactly what I pictured. Um, so, due to the flood, the, they were going to be opening the now-famous Kissing Tower. Have you... Do you know what the Kissing Tower no. is? So, is this... It, it's Okay, it's a Hershey Kiss. So, it's this, like, Hershey Kiss-shaped thing, dome thing that you sit in, and it's... It spins around, not like like wildly. It slowly rotates as it raises you feet into the air. So it's like you're going on like those frog frog hopper things, you know, where it drops you, but yeah. you don't get dropped. You just get raised, and you have this aerial view of the park, and it just slowly turns you, and you can see different views and tells you the history about mm -hmm. the park. So it's and not they like call a thrill it, ride. It's no, just like a... absolutely not. They call it the kissing tower because oh, it's shaped like a cat. Hershey kiss, but, like, you can give kisses in the tower, too. Cammy, do you want to give kisses in the tower? Aw. She just jumped right out. She's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Broke right into the podcast. Seriously. Um, I got one of those recording on lights to put out there. <laughs> That's know. a good idea. Recording like in session. In session. Um, so the the... Opening of the tower was delayed from 1972 to 1945. Um, so there was a lot of damage caused that they had to re, you know, fix. So in phase three of construction, that included themed areas called Tudor Square and Rhineland. Rhine? Rhineland? I don't know. <laughs> Divided, um, they were like divided by the main gate, so they were splitting the park in half, basically. Um, so, coinciding with that project was the Hershey Chocolate Company's plan to build Chocolate World near the entrance um, of the park, the, the main gate, the new <laughs> main gate. So, both Phase 3 and Chocolate World opened in 1973. 
And Cold Cracker, which is my favorite water flume ride outside of Disney. There's nothing special about it. It just reminds me of Disney, so, like, that's yeah. why I love it. Um, so that one, that was part of the Phase 3, and that... It's a log flume? Yes, it's a I log flume. Those. It opened in 1973, and it replaced Mill Chute, which was damaged mm-hmm. in those floods. Um, so at the end of the redevelopment project... Um, it was basically marked, like the end of it was marked with the super duper looper roller coaster being opened on July 4th, 1977, which also is still there today. Great roller coaster. Um, it was the first steel looping coaster on the East Coast. And what I like about this is this, the train car, like I like, I'm, I get scared when I have, um, like, a over-the-shoulder kind of... Like if your feet are dangling yes. and, like, the thing I, I still over do you. it, but I'm, like, always terrified that it's just going to unlock. Yeah. So this one, actually, you, you are seated in a cart, and mm-hmm. it's actually a really comfortable seat, and the band, like, the lap bar across is really secure. So when you go through the loops, I never am fearful that I'm going to fall out like I am on those other roller coasters. And it's amazing because it's a fucking roller coaster from the 70s, I feel and like I feel more, more safe... Scared. With the lap bar. Really? Because yeah. the, the way this lap bar is, it's not one of those, like, nitro lap bars that barely cover your thighs. Yeah. This one is completely across with the seatbelt, everything. Like, I feel so secure. And the seats are so comfortable. Yeah. So, I... I that I'm makes like, a big difference. I'm very surprised that this roller coaster... I did not know that it was from the 70s, because you wouldn't have been able to guess just looking at it. Yeah. Um, so, after that next major ride... Um, that there wouldn't be another ride added to the park for 10 years wow. so that was the last um so 1977 uh, was the last time that a new ride was added for 10 years oh so God. some old rides continued to be replaced by new ones in that time but most of the replacements were similar or better so they weren't like big big like look at this new ride right so it was they just don't, like a spruce they up don't count it yeah, yeah they don't count in that 10 years mm-hmm. um so once Hershey Entertainments and Resorts got their hotel investments behind them, the um, the park was able to focus more on um, investing in the park itself. So they had the money from the resorts that they could put right back into the park and really invest in expanding the park. So a new themed area was opened called Pioneer Frontier. I called it Frontierland before. Yeah, Sorry. That's okay. Um, four roller coasters were added to Hershey Park in the 1990s. Sidewinder, still there. The 90s were the best. <laughs> um, which I don't ride because that thing goes backwards, and I'm sorry. No, thank you. <laughs> I love um, that actually. No, like goes it like reverses backwards through like loop. Oh, I get so nauseous. That sounds awesome. I can't do it. So Sidewinder was added in 1991. In 1996, a wooden coaster called Wildcat, one word, was added and was named after Wildcat, two words, mm-hmm. that was previously original. yes, original. That was previously operated in the 1920s. Great Bear, which is one of those over-the-shoulder, feet-dangling type Mm -hmm. of roller coasters, opened in 1998, and that was the park's most expensive single ride to date. Um, Wild Mouse opened in 1999, which I'm surprised that they even included that, because Wild Mouse-type roller coasters are literally at all theme parks. I hate that. They're they're not, like, at Keensburg. Like, they have one at Keensburg. Exactly. I'm like, okay, (laughs) that's such a monumental ride added. Um, So if you notice, like... Before we should do I an s- episode on Keensburg Amusement Oh, park. my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the crack. Sorry. 
Sorry, I should say that. <laughs> um, so if you notice, I'm mainly focusing on the additions of roller coasters because the other rides that were added were basic kitty rides that I'm sure no one cares about. I don't. It's no importance to me. And this right. is our podcast, so we do what we want. Exactly. We, we give the info we want. we want. If you really care about those this children's rides, this is biased ride, media. Exactly. If you really <laughs> care about those children's rides, you can go take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, so the year 2000 brought the biggest roller coaster, Lightning Racer, which is wow. an awesome. I, it's a wooden coaster, but it's a racing wooden coaster. So there's two. There's lightning and thunder, and they race it's each like other. like dueling dragons, kind of. but wooden. No flips. Yes, but wooden. It's so much fun. I love that roller coaster. I'm telling you, you'd love it. Okay. I'm telling you. It's, okay. it's not like one of those I'd go on rickety it. I'm ones. I'm just telling you, I'm it's, scared. And it's one from the 2000s. <laughs> so, hey, look, if the ones from the, the 1920s survived. I don't know, man. I don't know. The 2000s were a weird that time. That's true. Um, so the Hershey Park's first roller coaster in the 21st century was Roller Soaker in 2002. Roller Soaker? Which I'm so sad that I never got to ride because it was basically a water roller coaster. It dumped water, um, on people as it was, because it would, like, go over, like, walkways. Mm -hmm. So this was before the, the water park existed. So it would dump water on people and they had, like, special awning areas so you didn't get wet if you didn't want to. Right. Um, as you rode over them. And then there was... Uh, areas on the ground that people could walk over to and shoot water cannons mm-hmm. at you as you rode by. There was no flips or anything. It was just kind of like a circular. It was more about getting wet than anything exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah. But I never got to ride it, and I'm so upset. That I wish sucks. I did. I don't know why. I just I, I never rode it, and it closed pretty quickly um, from when it opened. Well, so it seems I don't like know. water would erode whatever material that is very true. Was made of. That is very true, and it was yeah. like one of those suspended roller coasters, so maybe that had problems. Yeah, probably. Um, it was. I thought it was a great concept. Though. We're gonna get really rusty. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, another roller coaster that was added in 2004. It's called Storm Runner, which is Hershey's tenth and tallest roller coaster. It stands at 108, 180 feet. Um, until Skyrush was built in 1920, which is taller than that. But basically, Stormrunner is the mini King Dakar. Launch. Gotcha. You go up that top, that steep hill, and then you go right down. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's I really much. like King Dakar. Yeah. I think it's fun. It's it's. I think I, I want to say it's a smaller than King Dakar. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Carousel Circle, which was where the carousel was put, um, was renovated um which was one of the first renovations in 1970s it was re re-renovated into founders circle in honor of milton hershey um so that's where i was saying that it's got like all those trees and like Mm -hmm. the fountain so i i really like founders circle yeah um so in 2006 hershey park introduced reese's extreme cup challenge which was the first interactive dark ride and it had two cars compete against each other. Um, is it like so a it's game? a shooting game, which it's now Reese's Cup Fusion. So before it was like sports related. Mm-hmm. Now it's like superhero candy, like defeat the villains kind gotcha. of thing. Um, it's cute. I never, I actually didn't know that the Reese's Extreme Cup Challenge was even a ride. I always thought that it was just like an indoor arena thing i did not know that this was a dark ride and i'm pissed that i never rode it yeah. but now i technically did ride it because i rode cup fusion when we were there a couple weeks ago it was cute it's whatever yeah. um so in 2007 hershey park celebrated its 100th anniversary wow. a fireworks show occurred every weekend and as another aspect of celebrations hershey park opened the boardwalk at hershey park which was a water park and themed area 
So um, I'm not going to go into that because it's a water park. It's got slides yeah. and a wave pool and a lazy right. river. So Same as all the other water yeah, parks. Yeah, nothing insane about I it, I love really. lazy rivers, though. I do, too. Like, they're my I, favorite thing I would world. stay in a lazy river all day, over going, Yeah, over going on a slide. Especially after you've been on roller coasters and stuff all day to, like, mm-hmm. put on your bathing suit, get in a, get in a tube, and yeah, just... just Float along. Exactly, yeah. Like, Dunk yourself at whenever you feel exactly. like it. Yeah, I oh, guess. it's the best. Yeah. And then you go change and go get dinner. Oh, I want to go to a theme park so badly. I know. And it's so stupid how much I love Lazy Rivers and how many times we've stayed at Cabana Bay and we've never I gone can't in believe the Lazy that River was, That would be the first thing I would do. We never have enough time to like, I know. spend I never, time at the hotel. That's how we are know? when we go to Disney. We never yeah. spend time at the hotel. I, I, we never even like went to go see the pool. Like I always would say, like let's make time mm-hmm. after we check in to just like walk around and go That's see. That's what we're going to do on our, on our anniversary. Like yeah. I'm going to spend like – all day in Epcot going to every pavilion. Like, because I've never spent yeah. time. Like, I didn't know that there was a Japanese store yeah. that had, like, all different, like, Pokemon stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend everything and do everything. I love doing that. In Epcot. Because I don't take the time to do that. I, I kind of just buzz through it real That's, fast. You need to, like, take it as, like, a stroll. Yeah. And especially know? since probably, I, I'm sure by the time we go, it's going to still be the one park per day thing. And even if it isn't, honestly, I think I might just do that because it yeah. saves you money but I just want to spend like a whole day at the park come back to my hotel room relax and then even go back not make it like a race exactly. like it usually is exactly like, just get as much it. done in the three days that you exactly. have there no I'm gonna have a whole freaking week I'm gonna enjoy myself well that's why I was so looking forward to our California trip because we were only gonna go to Disney the parks for one day but we were still we were gonna stay over mm-hmm. so that whole first day we weren't gonna go to the parks we were just gonna like downtown hang, Disney we were staying yeah. at the Grand California we were gonna hang out at the hotel get yeah, dinner it's there gorgeous hang there. out at downtown Disney yeah like, I was so looking you could have went to Tiki uh, Trader Sam we were talking about like, that yeah exactly like we we could have just enjoyed being there exactly for a day yeah it'll happen one day it will <laughs> um so in 2008 hershey's 11th roller coaster opened called fahrenheit um and it hold it held it doesn't hold anymore it held the record for the steepest drop at a 97 degree angle which is commonly referred to as a negative drop so it like goes like that what's the new yeah do you know what the new i don't know what the new is? it doesn't say it's i've it's not at Hershey. But. Yeah. Um, so in 2011, on August 2nd, Hershey Park announced their 12th roller coaster, Skyrush, that was set to debut in May of 2012. Skyrush is one of those roller coasters that scare the shit out of me because it's like a lap bar that I feel like is not going to hold feel like me you're in. Falling I'm going to slide out yeah. of. <laughs> and then there's four. There's four in a row. Okay, four seats in a row. The two middle seats have like a platform under your feet, but the two end seats your feet are just dangling. Mm. And I don't know, I just get so, I'm like so scared on roller coasters. Now I'll still do them and I love them, but I'm very, very aware of my death yeah. by roller coaster now. Death by roller coaster. Exactly. Um, so in 2000, June of 2011, 11, it was reported that Derry Township and Hershey Park Entertainment and Resorts um, and local transportation planners were examining the possibility of realigning Park Boulevard. This is where they start talking about streets, and I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it, it has a purpose, I promise. Um, which currently runs along the park's southwestern border in order to allow a 
acre expansion of the park. Wow. So they might be expanding the park, which I think is amazing. I mean, um, I wonder how this yeah. is going to impact that, though. I know. That's true. Uh, so this would represent the first expansion in over a decade, wow. as the park is hemmed on all sides by roads and parking lots. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was saying. It's like all, like, like rural areas. Yeah, yeah. It's like neighborhoods right there. So I'd be very interested in how they could do that. Um, so... This would increase the park's acreage by about 25%. Um, And in this plan, the park would absorb land that was previously the site of the Park View Golf Course, another Hershey Mm -hmm. Entertainment property, which closed in 2005. So it's been closed and desolate for a very long time. Um, So this project is not likely to begin for several years and would not be completed for at least a decade. Um, But as of 2017, the realignment of Park Boulevard is underway, but no plans linking this to an expansion of the park have been announced. But I definitely have a feeling that would happen, especially with the changes that I'm going to talk about that came about this past year. Mm -hmm. Um, Just some facelift and, um, I guess, I guess more so facelift changes, but... Anyway, for the 2020 season, Hershey Park introduced a new entrance known as Chocolate Town, located between the Entry Plaza area and Chocolate World. So it kind of brings it a little bit closer from the parking lot. Exactly. Um, So the new plaza area was set to include a large new Hershey branded retail store, an ice cream shop, a huge kettle corn stand along with the largest restaurant in the park that will include a full bar and outdoor patio. Awesome. But, like I said, I think due to COVID, a lot of that got delayed because there's none of that there except a Starbucks. There is a new Starbucks that is most certainly open Mm because I saw it. Um, That's a safe bet to open. (laughs) Exactly. Inside the park, they – actually, you know what? The store is open, too, because we exited. They, like, put you to exit the park through the store now. Yeah, good shop. And I was like, whoa, wait, did this replace Chocolate World? But it's just an extra Chocolate World of Hershey stuff. Um, So that's my bad. They did have that. I just, like, recovered memory that. (laughs) Um, So inside the park, they relocated the classic carousel to a new home here. Um, So right at the entrance, which I don't like it. It's, It's... I'll explain it in a second, but I just don't like it. They also added a Hershey's Kiss-themed fountain, so when the water is flowing... I think I saw videos of it's that. Like, it looks like a Hershey's yeah. Kiss. Um, the anchor attraction of Chocolate Town is a hyper-coaster named Candymonium that is the exact replica of Nitro at Six Flags, which really? I'm so... And that's Nitro's Six Flags, the best. Six Flags Great Adventure here in New Jersey. I'm sure there's a Nitro-type yeah. ride at all other Six Flags, but... but Nitro is my, like, number one too. favorite roller coaster. That roller coaster is literally... I literally just wrote it down I was like I love it because of how fun it is Mm -hmm. but it's also so smooth in the way that it runs so like it's thrilling because it's got those drops yeah but it's not scary where you're like flipping all over the place and you don't feel like nauseous afterwards it's just smooth yeah you get like that first like anticipation of that first drop and Mm -hmm. then the rest of it just like Goes, it's literally you know? like butter. Yeah, it's it really, literally like butter. It's, so it's amazing. Um, so was, I'm going to kind of get into like the new entrance since I've experienced it now. And I saw pictures of it before and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a fan of the new entrance area. It feels like 
it's just too open and desolate compared to the old entrance, like I said, which was yeah. cozy. It's just... They're trying to make it modern. It's sleek. just... No, it's just cement. Oh. It's cement and super open, and maybe once more foliage grows in, maybe it'll feel more homey again. It's kind of good for but COVID. But it's just super... Though. Yeah, it's just super open, though, and it doesn't feel like that Hershey. Yeah. But, like, a few steps in, down past, like, the Hypercoaster and stuff, or Candymonium. It's back to that, like, Dutch feel, which I was afraid that they got rid of that. Yeah. And so when I saw when we were walking, I was like, okay, thank God that's still yeah. there. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's like, it, it just feels very industrial. It doesn't yeah. feel welcoming to me, at least. But maybe to other people who don't care, it, they don't really think about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll post like a comparison they... picture from, like, the way it was to how it is now on our Instagram mm-hmm. so people can see, especially if you've never been to Hershey Park. Um, so, yeah, that basically is the Spark Notes version of the Hershey Park history. Um, and like I said, if you want more info, feel free to do your own research. There's so much more info, like I said at the beginning, that I just didn't want to include in here or just didn't yeah. have the time to include. Um, and it's not very pertinent to the overall history anyway, so if you do really enjoy that kind of stuff and you want to find out more, have a ball reading it. I'm all about it. It's all there on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. I think I hope that I convinced you to try to go to Hershey Park. I've always wanted to go. It's just never, like, John and I talked about, like, we, we talked about this, like, John and I talked about doing it whenever that was last year, two years ago, but then when we priced it out, it was about the same price to go to Universal. So, so why we not? To Universal yeah, I mean, we got really lucky so. with the way they were doing it this year with the yeah. tickets and, like, the pricing of the staying at the hotel. And usually it's not too expensive, but like I said, we only stay overnight. We yeah. don't do anything crazy. We don't stay at, like, the Hershey Hotel. Right. We stay, you know, at whatever value hotel we can stay at around the area. But the whole area is gorgeous and yeah. it's so much. There's stuff to do outside I of do Hershey. I really want to go. Um, like, when we go back next time, uh, like next year or whatever, we want to go to the Hershey History Museum. That would be so um, cool. We didn't get to do it this year. We were going to, but then I kind of was like, let's just get home. We had chocolate in the car that yeah. I didn't want to melt. It was hot. I was like, you know, let's just go home. We could do this another time. But it looks cool, and I definitely want to do it. We'll go next year. Once, like, COVID is mm-hmm. yeah, that's not understandable. as, like, what it is now. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I, I definitely want to go. I we really went back it. and forth. Like, Has John ever been there, or do you know? Not sure. Yeah, I feel like he has. Because I think you'll definitely enjoy it. We we've talked about it before, but I can't remember right now if he's been there or not. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I will definitely love it. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure of it. It might become your favorite park outside the theme. Maybe it will. Maybe replace Dorney. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to Dorney Park in years, so I don't even remember how much. I, I went to Dorney Park a couple years ago for the Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad, but it doesn't feel the same. Yeah, yeah. I loved it, but I also don't like. There it also are, Dorney. A lot. Dorney doesn't feel like one of like those. You know those theme parks that clearly feel like they're trying to rip off Universal and yeah. like Disney, and well, it's Dorney like knock Park's off. Been around forever. Exactly, but I'm looking at like Kings Dominion. They're yeah. the ones they try to make you feel like you're out of Universal, and it's just it yeah. feels so cheap. Yeah. That's, Hershey doesn't feel like that. Hershey's in its own lane. King's Dominion is supposed to be really cool, though. Erica went. I never went there. I didn't like it. I really loved Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens is nice, too. That was Bush Gardens awesome is in its own lane, too. Yeah. But I feel like King's Dominion was trying to be a Universal or a Disney, and it just had, like, knockoff rides, and gotcha. you're like, this is not. It, it, I didn't love it. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Hershey is along, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've never went here before, but I feel like Hershey's along the lines of, like, a Knott's Berry Farm. 
where it, people love it's it. It's just like its own thing that was like a local Created thing. from a food thing yeah. and now it's a theme park. It and totally seems like that. And from mm-hmm. what I've heard, Knott's Berry is awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that I, I would really like to go I feel there. like if I ever went to Knott's Berry, I would love it yeah. just as much as I love Hershey. Me too. We actually talked about that when we were planning our trip to California about going to Knott's. Yeah. I would, if I go back to California, cool. I would love to. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, maybe I could go to California and Disneyland uh, before my honeymoon, because it's going to be a very yeah. long time before I'm at Disney again, and I go through withdrawals. No, it's like maybe I'll fill that time in with a little Disneyland well, Christina's trip. Christina's talking about wanting to move back to New Jersey now, so like, oh, really? if I'm going to go visit her in California, I got to do it soon. That's true. That is Let's true. go for my birthday. Okay, I'll take the time off. I don't give shit. I don't give shit. I, I got time off what? now. I got time off now, mm-hmm. so I'll as long as they're open because they're still not open. Right, exactly. But as long as they're open, I'll do it. Yeah, Fuck we it, need to not? wait, I guess, and see what this pandemic. And then if does. we go all in on a room, then we can actually stay at a nice hotel and not like one of those value resorts that I stayed at outside. Exactly. And I had to walk. <laughs> yeah, we can we can stay at a nice hotel and just all share it, and that'd be perfect. Be fine. Yeah. I'm so into that. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for telling me about Hershey Park. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it, and I definitely want to I try not to be too boring with all, like, the specific details, because that's just, like, who gives a shit. I love love all But it's an interesting idea, and it was really interesting how it started, and I really like the reason why it was started. So I think that's, that makes me love it even more. I agree. So, I'm glad. Good job, Milton Hershey. Thank you, Milton. You were born with a weird name for an old man, for a young baby. It's a right, it's correct name for an old man. Baby Milton. Baby Baby Milton. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Well, um, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, corrections, uh, you can email us at disneygothpod at gmail.com or you can comment on our post about this when we post about the when we post the episode or you can even DM us um, on Instagram at disneygothpod. Mm-hmm. Um, your Instagram. You can follow my other podcast, Raised by TV. Um, you can subscribe to us and listen to us, and you can also, um, what am I saying? Follow us on Instagram at RBTV Podcast, yeah. and you can email us as well at rbtvpodcast at gmail.com. And then you can also follow me uh, on Farm Witch Bakery on Instagram. Um, and that blog, it's coming, I promise. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's almost there. Yeah. Maybe Monday. I'm off Monday, so I need to just, like, bang out a few more posts. Yeah. And then I'm going to launch it. Oh, I can't wait to see it. It's coming. It's a coming. It's around the mountain when she comes. Anyway, yeah, so follow me there and make look at my recipes and maybe make them and yeah, share them with me. That'd exactly. Be cool. That'd be awesome. And that's it. All right, well... Until next time, hurry back. Hurry back.